This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello and welcome to Valley Watch. My name is Rob McDade. I'm a captain paramedic with the Phoenix Fire Department. I also serve as a public information officer and I'm currently in our public affairs office. Again, this is Valley Watch brought to our really amazing friends over at Bonneville Broadcasting that allow us these 13 minutes to give you any up-to-date information about public safety or anything with the Phoenix Fire Department in your community. Uh, We always like to have guests on, and today is a guest that's not only a guest, but a really good friend of mine, David Ramirez. David, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. So David is a firefighter with the Phoenix Fire Department, but again, he wears very many hats for us, which a lot of our folks in our organization do. Before we get started to what you're doing now, let's go back a little bit and talk about your history in the fire service and your family. You grew up here, right? Right. That's correct. Yep. You are second generation. Did your parents grow up here in Phoenix? Uh, Third. Third generation. Yeah. My grandparents, both, all of everybody was born here and raised and yeah. That's pretty incredible. So give us a little journey as to your time in the fire service. When did it start and where did it start? Okay, yeah. So, uh, like you said, I was you know born and raised here in Phoenix. Uh, my uncle, a couple of my uncles were uh, Phoenix firefighters, so I grew up in the station at a very young age and uh, got to see Big Red and ride Big Red every summer uh, and visit the stations. But uh, yeah, so um, as I got older, um, I found myself out in Buckeye and got hired out in Buckeye Valley. Um, worked out there from like 2009 to 2019. Got hired with Phoenix Fire in 2019 and. And I've uh, been loving it ever since here. Um, so, but yeah, I just recently got involved with, um, I've always been involved with, with charities um, when I was out there on, in the West Valley with, um, you know, political action committee with the union, yeah. um, just, just giving back to the community and giving back to those members that, that came before us. So, uh, but now I'm here with Phoenix Fire, United 493, um, United Fire, Fire Charities, and, um, and just doing the, continue to do the work for the community that, that we all do every single day. And I think that's, for me, one of the best parts about our job that I love. As everybody knows, being a firefighter, um, it's a unique job. You serve your city. It's a very servant-forward type of an occupation. But it's also very much so a family. You go to work for 24 hours. And with that, like any traditional big city fire department, we have our union. And our union is our labor force that helps protect firefighters historically over decades, if not a century, of making sure that the folks that are doing the hard work that are out there putting their lives on the line have fair pay, have fair benefits. But really what I love about the union is the way that they give back to the community. I think that's that servant leadership that also trickles down to the union. And, and, and I would have to say I'm biased, but Local 493 really puts a big premium on charities and helping back and giving back to the community, don't they? Absolutely. We have uh, so many different programs that we that we have um, within our charities. Um, you know, we have we, we take kids out for, for Christmas, um, you know, give them gift cards, take them shopping with us. Um, they get to see Santa, they get to, you know, experience that that type of uh, experience in their lives um, for the less fortunate that may be out there. And so, uh, you know, we have turkey drives, um, and then we have the pool fence program. You know, our pool fence program is, is near and dear to my heart, um, you know, and pool safety and water safety. Um, and um, during COVID, 
you know, it's, it was kind of difficult to, to be out there in the public um, like we all were. And um, But our pool fence program is going to be up and running here, I would say, within the next month or so. And I'm super excited to, to be able to partner up with SRP and uh, Arizona Children's Crisis um, and getting this thing back on board. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, being, being able to give part back to the community um, on our days off is probably the most important thing to me. Um, you know, we do it, like you said, you know, during the 24 hours that we have at work. But, um, you know, it's, it's a huge compliment um, to be able to raise money for, for coats or for school supplies and to do things like this and save lives with pool fences. So, I love that. <clears throat> and when we look at really firefighters and the role that they play in communities – um, I, I think that's, for me, another point of pride. And, and listen, every every local organized labor group or union serves their members well, pipe fitters, um, plumbers. You know, a lot of the – if you look you – know, auto workers, if you look at the foundation of our country and the way that those unions protected those most vulnerable positions – and it's not always, and this isn't me looking at any of those organizations to say they don't do exactly what we do, but I can just tell you, uh, being where I am up in public affairs, and if we have a situation where we are asked by a council member to help in the community, a backpack giveaway day or a back-to-school event, or can you help us with drowning prevention, um, it's an easy phone call for me to make to call over to the local 493 union office and say, can you provide me with some help on this? I've never been told no. And I love that that's that you really you walk the walk and, and not just the talking of it is that you understand about the high visibility of what it's like to be a firefighter that we don't just turn it off when we leave that station, right? Right. And uh, when you get hired, they talk about what kind of a firefighter you're going to be. You say, listen, I'm not going to be in every third-day firefighter, right? You hear that a lot. That's a term that you hear because firefighters generally work one day on, two days off, 24-hour shift, 48 hours off. But I love the fact that I can pick up that phone and the union will tell me, what do you need, Rob? We'll be there. How can we support this? And that starts from the top, right? Right. Our leaders at the top. Talk a little bit about that conversations you have when you have your e-board meetings and you're there, you know, with the president and the vice president. What's the messaging they tell to you as as someone that is championing or being a leader in that union, in the in the charities? Um, I think that our leadership, it, you're right. I mean, like, it, it starts with leadership. It works its way down. Um, so, you know, from Steve Berline, which is our president, to Brian Willingham, which is our vice president of our Phoenix chapter, and to all the trustees, all the directors um, that we have, um, we we take initiative of um, making sure that that you know we're bringing our best foot forward. You know, we're most of this stuff is all volunteer work that we're doing on our days off, and uh, it's a passion of ours to be able to give back. Like you said, like in the interview. Um, you say that you're you're not going to be that only third day firefighter because it's a lifestyle. You know, it's a lifestyle that we that we chose um, to be part of the community. We're we're in the neighborhoods, our stations in the neighborhoods. We go shopping with with the public. We're in public eye at all the time. Um, we go into people's houses and we earn their trust. And so um, we're doing that same thing on the charity side. And, um, you know, but to have the leadership that we have and to have that honor and respect that they give us um, to, you know, hey, here's the keys. 
I know you're going to do good things. Um, just continue to work hard and, and, and put the membership and the community first. And, and you know, that's what it's that's what it's all about for us. I, I agree. That is what it's all about. So let's let's dovetail back to the water safety. Yep. As we know, we've got a brand new fire chief, uh, Chief Mike Duran, who you and I have both known for a long time. I know you've known him even at your time in Buckeye. Um, this is somebody that that uh, has absolutely put everybody on notice as I'm the new fire chief and of course firefighter safety protecting the citizens of Phoenix uh, keeping the red trucks on the road is paramount to him but I don't think I've been to a press event or I've been in a meeting where Chief Duran has not talked about water safety Um, he worked a lot of his time in engine 14 he's worked on the west side he's been on drownings he's actually been a paramedic that has worked drownings worked our most vulnerable children in this community. So I know you've taken some meetings with the fire chief on his expectations for the local in being involved in this. And you touched on the fence program. If you could elaborate a little bit more what that looks like, right? Because it really starts with that prevention, doesn't it? Right, it does. I think that uh, the conversations that I've had with Chief Duran um, and the conversations he's had with with um, Steve Berline and Brian Willingham regarding uh, the Drowning Zero initiative that, that he has started pretty much day one. I, I know that was a huge thing for him to push forward, and he's really passionate about it, and I share that same passion. And so, um, you know, teaming up with, with, with corporations like SRP and— Because um, it costs money. Oh, it, somebody has to pay for the fences. For sure. Um, most definitely. And so, like, this program, we've I know we've had it in the past— um, but we are revamping it. It's going to be even better, bigger and better. And um, like the Child Crisis of Arizona, SRP, um, United Phoenix Fire Charities, we're all teaming up and we're gearing up to raise as much money as we can to provide the pool fence um, pool fences that are barriers that families can't afford. And so um, we, we all been on those calls where we go in the backyard and, uh, you know, the, the, the pool fence is – green or are the the pools green there's no no fence around the pool you see you see kids in there you see a doggy door um and those are the kind of uh, opportunities that our firefighters make on a daily basis hey you know what let's let's stop here let's see what we can do to um prevent any um any drownings or anything that could could cause harm to that family that they that they're on so so we're trying to be proactive and it's a situation if i correct me if i'm wrong but let's say a crew at station 25 that's in maryville and they go on a medical call for grandma and they look out and they realize that there is a pool without a fence uh, a family that um they're not the original owners of the home so they might not have even wanted a pool or there is just a pool that exists in their backyard that crew can identify that, hey, boy, they need a fence. Well, they can't afford a fence. And then we get wheels in motion, right? We identify this address. How long have you lived here? Are you, do you own the home? Are you going to live here forever? Do you have young, vulnerable children that aren't waterproof? We need to get a fence around there. And then the wheels go into motion. Yep, correct. Yeah, so the crews now um, – with Chief Duran's support, Car 99, our fire prevention specialist, will come out and, uh, you know, hopefully pretty soon we'll have these pamphlets out where Car 99 say, you know, look at the de- those details and be like, hey, listen, there's a grant program that you may qualify for. There's an application process. Here's the paperwork. They get hold of us at the Phoenix Firefighter Charities, and then we work them and, and step step 
by step through the process of of this grant application. So yeah, we're super excited and, and uh, um, super motivated to to save lives one fence at a time. And as we look into not only the summer and keeping our children safe. But we look at in the fall, like you talked about, some events with, you know, uh, the turkey drive and all of that. I think uh, with you at the if, with with you part of this charities group and, and the leadership we have and the really this new enthusiasm from the fire chief, I think that uh, the future looks bright for Phoenix Firefighter Charities. Is there any way in the very brief time that we have uh, that people can donate or get involved in the Phoenix Local 493 Charities? Is there a website, www. Is it what? L four ninety three. I'm putting you on the spot. I apologize. No, that's okay. Yeah, so uh, you can go to phoenixfirefightercharities dot com. Phoenixfirefightercharities dot org. So yes. one word. Yes. Yep. Um, and uh, there's different ways you can donate um, on that page. There's going to be soon um, information about the pool fence program. So yeah, I look forward to that. Great. Well, David, thanks for ha- thanks for being here today. I'm sure we'll have you uh, as the uh, charities builds and ramps up to their fund drives. But thank you again for being here. And I'm Rob McDade. We want to thank Bonneville Broadcasting and the great folks at KTAR. Have a wonderful day.